So I'm in a new area today. Um, I'm outside on my patio. My mom is on a conference call and she's talking. And if I were to film my podcast in my room, you would hear the background noise of my mom. And I don't think you want to be listening to what she has to say about the law. Anyway, welcome back to, I don't know what episode this is. Maybe it's like six, seven. I really don't know, but welcome back to the second episode of my season of mental health. Um, Quick life update before we start on today's episode. Um, I just had therapy. I feel so relaxed and happy. I yelled at my therapist for about 50 minutes straight. Um, I don't think she talked once. I wasn't yelling directly at her. I was just yelling at her about things I was upset about, Um, like my grades or a stupid thing my friend said or just some weird stuff going on. Anyway, um, I had that. Um, on the subject of the therapist thing, I, uh, I have to find a new therapist. My therapist is cutting our insurance company and she's really, really expensive without the insurance. So my family has decided to try to find me a new therapist and I'm getting really rattled because I've built up this relationship with my therapist for seven years and I don't think I could just restart with someone new. Um, my therapist isn't the type of therapist that's, that just like sits there and goes, so why do you feel that way? Like, that's bullshit. She actually listens to me. And like, if I don't want her to say anything, she won't say anything. And also she lets me curse and then she curses and she also has a son in my grade. So it's like, we're compatible, we work. Like she understands what type of level I'm coming from. And I don't know, it's just like, we're on the same wavelength, you know? Um, and I'm just really struggling to find someone new because college is gonna bring so many new things. Um, And I don't think I could tell my therapist, well, a new therapist, if I were to get one, like what boy I liked or um, that party I went to or how flat out drunk I got that night or what girl drama I'm dealing with. Hopefully I don't deal with any goddamn drama um, or what bad grade I got because I have such bad trust issues. Um, anyway, you guys might be thinking, like, what the hell, this is completely off topic, but, um, I was talking to my therapist about today, oh my god, I got the biggest bug bite, it is so bad, it's literally, like, on my thigh, and it's, like, this big red mark, and then it just, like, has scratches all over it, oh my god, I really want to upload a picture on Instagram of this, this is so sad, Okay, back to the subject. My therapist saw, like, I was freaking out because I needed to pick a new therapist. And she goes, 
you're having really, really bad anxiety right now and you need to calm the fuck down. She said that like straight out bluntly. And I go, oh my God, you're so smart. And she goes, like, what do you mean? And I'm like, you literally just gave me the next topic to my episode on my mental health season. So welcome to anxiety. Um, shoot, I was gonna say something. Uh, I hate when my brain just blocks out stuff I'm about to say. Anyway, um, that's pretty much all my life updates I have. Um, there's nothing like special going on. Oh, I have four weeks of school left. Um, it's either four or five, I really don't know. Um, but anyway, let's just dive right into the episode. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I'm sorry I haven't been active for the past two weeks. I was actually in Austin, Texas. I had an amazing time. Um, and I wasn't really focusing on um, any of the work I've been doing back at home. I kind of just needed a break from everything. So I decided to not post any content, but I'm back and better than ever. If you guys hear birds in the background and planes flying, it's because I'm outside and God, I love LA weather. It is so nice. Okay, let's jump right into it. So I was reading this story. Um, I was reading this article about anxiety and this story came up and I'm just like going to read it to you guys because it counteracts with me and relates to me in so many different ways. So social anxiety will make you do weird things such as holding on to an apple core for 45 minutes during a meeting because you're too anxious to go to the trash can that's 10 feet away or waiting for someone else to throw out their apple core so you know it's okay but waiting a few minutes after they do so you don't look like you were waiting for them and trying not to stumble because you know everyone is watching you walk and feeling really proud and relieved when you arrive back at your seat after having successfully thrown away an apple core like it's a difficult task. I feel this too much. So relating back to my own life, for example, a test. I get these same stories that pop up in my mind. I think I go through maybe three of these stories a day Um, I took a test a couple weeks ago in class and I studied really, really hard for this test. And when I got the test, I knew everything on it. I was straight, I was confident, and I was the first one to finish. But I didn't want to turn it in first because if I turned it in first, people would judge me for rushing and maybe not knowing all the information. And it was a paper test, so I had to turn it into the teacher up front. Um, This is when the anxiety got the best of me. So instead of sitting there and reviewing my test, I literally sat there and my foot was just shaking back and forth. I was just like patting it up and down, up and down, up and down. My teacher comes up to me and goes, Samantha, have you finished your test yet? Like it looks like you're not doing anything and everyone else is. 
And I'm like, no, 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 like, I haven't finished. Like, I'm just reviewing my answers. And she's like, okay, cool. Like, turn it in when you're ready. So then this really, really smart boy stands up in the class. Sorry, that's my bias. This really nice, kind boy stands up. He's very confident in the work he does. So he stands up and he turns it in first. Um, and I was like, you know what? Like, I'm not going to turn it in second because I'm not the second smartest in the class. Um, or like, I was comparing myself to him. So I was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to wait until like six people go up there. So I sat in my chair for 20 minutes, just doing nothing and just sitting there and tapping my foot. And then people started to finally go up there. And I thought, do you think people are in the same position as me? Are people waiting to go up there just because more people went up there to turn their test in? I was getting so anxious. And then all of a sudden I was like, you know what? Like, fuck it. I'm just going to turn my test in. So I turned my test in. Um, and I was like walking back to my seat and I was like, I need to walk perfect. Like I need to sit down, make no movements, like just sit down. And when I got back to my seat, I was really, really proud because I turned it in around the time everyone else was turning it in. And after class, my teacher pulls me aside and she goes, you weren't checking your answers. And I go, no, I wasn't. And she goes, you were having an anxiety attack. And I go, yes, I was. And she goes, why? And I go, because I was comparing myself to when other people were finishing their tests. And she, at first she like couldn't comprehend what I was saying. And then she was like, did you really just turn in your test 20 minutes later? Because that's when everyone else was turning their tests in. And I go, yes. And her, her face just goes blank. She was like, why would you do that? And I go, anxiety. I don't think people, sorry, the birds are so loud, but I think it's so calming. Anyway, I don't think people understand how stressful it is to explain what's going on in your head when you don't under when you don't even understand it yourself. Um, I really couldn't understand what was going in my head at the moment of not turning my test in. Um, but at the same time, I couldn't tell my teacher what was going through my head because she asked me, she's like, what's going on? Like, are you okay? And I couldn't explain to her what was going on. I genuinely had no clue. I was like, I just needed to turn my test in at that certain time. She was like, no, you didn't need to. You needed to turn your test in when you were done. Um, and I think that story really stuck with me when I read the story because, um, sorry, I didn't found it on like the news. I found it on Instagram and I took a snapshot of it because um, it really smoke, spoke to me. Anyway, um, this is, I think this is one of the most frustrating things about having an anxiety disorder. Um, is knowing as you're freaking out that there's no reason to be freaked out, but lacking the ability to shut the emotion down. Going back to my test moment, I was freaking out for no apparent reason. Imagine you taking a test and you turning your test in because you needed to turn it in at the same time as other people. 
you weren't worried about the grade you got. You weren't worried if you knew the answers or not. You were worried about other people. I knew I was going crazy, but I literally had the lack of ability to shut down what I was thinking. I had the lack of ability to shut down my foot going 90 miles per second. I don't even think that's possible. I don't think that's grammatically correct. Anyway, it just didn't work. Um, I don't know if I said this recently in any of my past episodes, but I was... Oh, a fly just went into my ear. Uh, um, I was diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder when I was six. A really, really, really young age. Um, my anxiety wasn't that bad when I was six. Um, every single year, my anxiety heightened and it got stronger. Um, and my mental breakdowns and anxiety breakdowns would like grow. Um, I don't think I'll ever live without anxiety, but every single day I'm fighting it. Um, I'm fighting what it takes to make my anxiety stronger, not stronger, but how to fight off my anxiety. Um, I live with anxiety every day. Um, Sorry, I'm debating on whether telling you guys this. Um, There were some times when I would cope with my anxiety in certain ways that weren't correct. Um, For example, I would smoke weed. Um... I would drink at parties and stuff, thinking that would take my anxiety away. It only heightened my anxiety. Although I have to say, marijuana did make me chill the fuck out. But don't do it. Anyway, it only heightened my anxiety and my anxiety got worse. And I kept doing it because I had the lack of emotion to stop. I don't know how to explain how I stopped doing those bad things. Um, I think I just realized that this wasn't the way to cope with what you're going through and you needed to cope in a better way. So I stopped. I'm now I can't not tell you that I still do it sometimes to cope with my anxiety. Um, But if I ever do do it, it's to cope with my anxiety. Although something that's really amazing is my anxiety through the past year has actually lessened. I've learned how to cope with my anxiety on a deeper level. Whenever I go through an anxiety attack, I center myself and I say, what are you freaking out about? Why are you making this such a big deal? What is the cause of this problem? And I ask myself these questions and sometimes I'm like, this is complete bullshit, Samantha. Like, what the, what the hell are you doing? 
but in reality, these questions really, really helped me. Um, there was one time where I was having, a, having an anxiety attack in the bathroom at school. I centered myself, asked myself a few questions, and I was able to get back to reality, wipe my tears off, get up from the bathroom floor, open the bathroom door, and as I said, step back into reality. Um, there are times where I'm able to shut off my anxiety attacks, and then there are times where I'm not able to, and friends have to help me shut them down, therapists have to help me shut them down, Care counselors, my parents. Um, I'm gonna live with it for the rest of my life. Um, but I think the reason that I wanted to talk about anxiety on this episode is because a lot of people say they don't have anxiety, but they don't know that they actually do. Um, so I did some research and I took some of my own experiences and I made a lift, oh, a lift, a list of some symptoms of anxiety. So I get really dizzy, um, and like I have an out of body experience, confusion, ears ringing, blurred vision, all of these things have to do with my body. Um, when I get anxiety attacks, a lot, a lot of things start to happen to my body. Um, I get chest pain, headaches, I sweat, I get shaky. Um, I'm unable to catch my breath. Um, I have a clenched stomach. I have the worst hot and cold flashes. Um, and then I totally just blank out. Now, some people don't even have these things. Some people don't have these attacks. These are what I what are so-called anxiety attacks in my view of life. Um, whenever I start to have an anxiety attack, it kind of just like hits me. And I don't really know how to say how it hits me. It kind of just does. I start to breathe heavy, start overthinking. A lot of ifs come into my mind. What if, what if, what if? And then those what ifs get the best of me and they take control of my body and it sucks. Um, but there are some things that actually make my anxiety so much worse that through the past few years, I've been able to acknowledge. So I've been able to stop certain things that make my anxiety heightened. So skipping meals and drinking caffeine are huge. I have to have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, so weird because I barely have breakfast, even if it's just like a banana in the morning. Um, caffeine gives me the biggest stomach aches ever it is so bad my parents call caffeine an anxiety amplifier I think it's amplifier amplifier <laughs> so stupid um it like affects anxieties anxiety attacks hours later 
um, making it difficult to realize the connection between the anxiety attack you're having and why you're having the anxiety attack. Um, Caffeine in my eyes just heightens everything. Um, I told my friend the other day, she was like, how can I stop these anxiety attacks? And I was like, stop drinking so much caffeine. And she was like, that is literally the most dangerous drinking game. And I just like burst out laughing. I was like, are you serious? Like caffeine is not a drinking game, but in some people's eyes it is because they're so addicted to caffeine. But if you're like me and you have really, really bad anxiety and you drink coffee, I definitely think that you should just go a day without coffee and see how you react to it. Although everyone reacts in a different way, so yeah. Um, Eating processed foods and reaching for sugar. Oh my God, I would, so I have a 14 year old brother. So we always have a bunch of crap in the house, like chips and candy and stuff like that. So I would always reach for candy And, like, I would have poor eating habits. And what those poor eating habits would turn into would be anxiety eating. I was just eating for fun. Um, I gained a lot of weight when I started doing that. Um, And then I lost it all when my doctor decided to put me on Adderall. Screw that. Anyway, um... Having good eating habits is really, really good when you're going through anxiety or even when you have anxiety personally. Um, Last night, I had an anxiety attack because I realized I had English homework that I haven't started. So I took four kind bars from downstairs and I just shoved them in my mouth. And I wasn't even hungry because I had like a salmon bowl 10 minutes before that. So I wasn't hungry at all, like I had dinner but I decided to eat four kind bars within a two minute period. That was anxiety eating, stressful eating, um, which did not help me at all, only heightened my anxiety. My mom came in and I was just like breakdown crying and she's like, why are you crying? And I was like, I don't know. Um, these are all things that make your anxiety like super bad, um, but I think there are three things that really stick out to me when it comes to talking about my anxiety in a whole. Now, everyone has anxiety. Not everyone has anxiety, but everyone, if you have anxiety, everyone deals with it in certain ways. There are things that heighten people's anxieties worse than others. Um, So lack of sleep is big for me. I have to go to bed at 10 o'clock and I have to wake up at 6.30. And on weekends, I have to go to bed at like 11.30 and I have to wake up at 10. If I don't have a sleep schedule, everything just starts to run up to each other and it just becomes like a one big like, like clash and it just scrambles everywhere. Um, Comparing myself to others is huge. Um, Body image. I love to compare myself to others, especially on Instagram. Um, So that's a lot where some of 
that's where my anxiety gets heightened a lot. I like to compare myself to others. So learning to not compare myself to other people, other features, other characteristics is big for me. Um, and something that's really, really big is in ignoring your own anxiety. If you, if you, I don't know how to say this. If you tell yourself that you have anxiety, you will be able to tell yourself that you have anxiety and teach yourself how to deal with that anxiety. Um, for example, um, I was talking to a friend about a month ago and I asked her, I was like, why do you love running? And she was like, I love running because I love to run away from my problems. And I was like, holy crap. Like, that's exactly with my anxiety. I have my anxiety attacks, but I always just ignore them. And I don't know how to deal with them. So the other day when I was having my anxiety attack, I sat there and I go, Samantha, you're having, a, having an anxiety attack and you need to calm down. I, in that moment, I didn't ignore my anxiety attack. I only realized it. And that realization made a whole lot of a difference. I was able to calm down, take a deep breath, and center myself back to reality. And I think that's really big. Um, I've, as I've said before, I've dealt with anxiety my whole entire life. Anxiety and depression is something that I live with daily. And every single day I learn something new about myself that I'm able to apply to be able to strengthen my knowledge on how to deal with anxiety and or depression. Um, mental health is something that no one really knows the answer to. Um, how it comes about, why it happens. Um, well, at least I don't know the answer to it. Um, someone asked me the other day, they go, like, why are you talking about mental health on your podcast and what are you doing to give advice? I kind of just wanted to clear the air with you guys telling you and showing you that Everyone is going through something in their life, whether it's mental health um, <laughs> and so many other things. I can't name any other things right now, but um, mental health in a whole. Um, and I think mental health is something that describes me in a whole, is something that I deal with on a daily. Now, I don't have the answers to everything in this world. I only have the answers to a few things in, these wor in this world, especially since I've only been living for 18 years. And the first five, of m five years of my life, I knew absolutely nothing. Um, but the advice I give to you guys is from all the experiences that I've had within my lifetime. And I give advice to the experiences I've had. Now, everyone has different opinions and ways to cope with mental health. And these are just some of the things that I work with. Um, I really, really hope 
that you guys can learn from what I say and what I preach about. Um, I don't love talking about mental health. It's, I'd rather be talking about what I got from Trader Joe's today or what I made for dinner. Um, but knowing that I'm talking about something that's relevant in today's community and today's society makes me feel resourceful. Anyway, I'm going to stop blabbering because if I do, I'm just going to start repeating myself over and over again. And it's been 28 minutes now, so I'm kind of getting sick of talking about anxiety since I have anxiety about tomorrow. Anyway, I'm sorry if you guys kept hearing, like, birds in the background. Um, I'm doing my podcast outside. Thank you, Mom. Anyway, just a reminder that if you ever realize that you're having an anxiety attack or you're um, going crazy about something or you're frustrated about something, center yourself, take yourself back into reality, realize what's going on, ask yourself questions, and tell yourself that this anxiety attack or this anxiety section is only temporary. It's not going to take over your whole entire life. Um, It's not the only thing that's going on, and everything is going to be a-okay. If you have gotten this far in the podcast, I just want to say thank you for listening. It means the world to me, and I will see you guys next week for another episode. Thank you so much for listening, and if you guys have any recommendations of anything you would like me to talk about on the podcast, let me know, and I will talk about it, whether if it relates to mental health or anything else. Once again, thank you guys, and I'm going to shut up now. Bye.